What's going on, Nana Nation? This is episode 80 of the Not After 30 podcast. This is Leaf Edition number two. This was recorded before their game against the Winnipeg Jets on Tuesday night. They ended up winning that game in overtime, and you'll tell, you'll hear in this podcast that Dave and I put it out there. We both thought the Leafs would win this game, and they did in overtime, convincing, convincing fashion. The lovely and talented Austin Matthews with three three assists in that day. Patrick Laine, future Calder Trophy winner, runner-up, got two goals. It was a fun game to watch. Back and forth, overtime win. How could you ask for anything more? Leafs win, beautiful thing. Okay, uh, I'm going to leave this really, really short because we do go long. Um, please check out the YouTube video on this. Uh, Dave and I do a comparison on his jersey to my jersey. Uh, it might be entertaining. It might be really shaky. I don't know yet. All right, that being said, here it is, Leafs edition number two. Sinking audio, five, four, three, two, one. one. <laughs> All right. Da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da, Leafs edition, Leafs edition. It's a Leafs edition. Yo, dude, what's up? Is that the theme song? <laughs> <laughs> I was hoping to get some tunes where you could like try to like uh, freestyle like a new th- theme Ooh, song. Ooh, that'd be a good idea. But Jesse's not here right now, so it'd be probably better. That's it. Okay, so let's get some beers ready. Hold on. Yeah. Uh, so we'll take it out of this Toronto Bay Sports Team cooler. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, reach in there. Grab. Uh, a lot of ice. Milton's I finest. I got the Iron Pig pillow. That's it. I'm going to do the same. Oh. <laughs> that broke everybody's ear. Yeah. All right. So Dave and I are just going to set ourselves up. I'm going to pour myself into this beautiful Stanley Cup stein. While I am also pouring my beer into a stein. <laughs> <laughs> the most stimulating 40 minutes in sports <laughs> podcasting. Have you heard when Anthony and Dave poured their beers? <laughs> oh, hell yeah. Okay, you ready to do this? Yeah. I got lots ahead. Yeah, you're going to really you're gonna be able to drink out of that? All right, cheers. Nailed it, fine. This is the Not After 30 Podcast. A podcast about reminiscing about your 20s while surviving your 30s. Now, it's time for the show. Mm. Some of the best head I've ever had. All right, Leafs edition number two in the house month of February in review now. Let's put everything out on the table, Dave. This is actually, there's still four more games to play in the month of February, including tonight's game against the evil, most hated Winnipeg Jets, the second most hated team of all of the land. (laughs) I hate the Winnipeg Jets so much. I'll tell you why. Last year, maybe two years ago, Mm -hmm. there's a game in Winnipeg, and there's a fuck Leafs chant. Fuck the Leafs. Oh, were they, were they playing the Leafs? Oh, obviously they're playing the Leafs. Oh, okay. Yeah. Fuck the Leafs. Fuck the Leafs. Yeah, but you know what? They're like they're so small town, blue collar that they're like the little guy. They have a chip on their shoulder. They just got their team back, and everybody's very uh, excited. But you know what? They, they nope, have, nope. They have you a don't, nope, nope, very nope. promising young team, but you know, for some reason, like Edmonton and Toronto, they haven't been able to like uh, get their bearings under them because uh, you know Toronto's already flipped this around in about a year or two. Um, Edmonton's been been building forever and now that they have Connor to Big David they actually have something to uh to show for it 
Well, Winnipeg is uh, still struggling as a young team. I feel like Edmonton's been rebuilding for at least probably a better half of a decade. At least five years. What, playing in the league? Five years? What? No, no. Edmonton's rebuilding for at least five years. Oh, at least five years? Yeah. I mean, holy smokes. Who was their first pick? Was it Hall or no? It was Everly first? Everly, yeah. And uh, how long was that? Yeah, maybe five or six years. Elite, yeah. Wow. I feel like Ed, uh, our good friend Aaron Chalupa. Aaron Chalupa. I was going to say Abe Chalupa. Aaron Chalupa is going to have his own take on it. Abe Chalupa. Abe Chaloops. Abe Chups. Okay, so the month right now, the record as it stands today before the game against the Jets, right now stands at 27, 20, and 11, which gives him 65 points on the season so far. And unfortunately, good enough, I think, for... The sixth, wild card? sixth in the yeah, just just below the wild card and sixth in the division. Okay, yeah, well you know, but they're also like three points out of Ottawa and uh, five points of, or maybe it's like um, eight points of Montreal. I'm not sure, but you know, it's it's all in there. I mean, they lose a game, everybody wins a game, then everybody loses a game and they win a game. It's so inconsistent with the wins and losses lately that uh, you know their the playoff hopes are still there. But I mean, they they have to be a little more consistent to uh, to actually carry on the second part of the season. One thing that, that kind of throws it for a loop is like 14 games in February, so they're playing every other day for sure, which, I mean, all teams in the league are doing that. I get that. But right now they stand with uh, 10 games under their belt right now. They have four wins and six losses. Yeah. Okay, yeah, listen, and four I'll, games to go. I just had this thought, and I, I know it's kind of sidetracking, of ex- especially what we're talking about, but have you heard that they, they released four new members of Legends Row? Uh, well, on Saturday, right? Yeah. Yeah. Did you hear who was there? Like who they put on Legends Row? Uh, Frank Mahalovich. Yeah. Wendell Clark. Yeah. Um, Red. Warner. Red Kelly. Yeah. And yeah. one more. Yeah, some other guy. Syaps? Uh, I don't know. Some old guy. Anyways, um, they said that's it. There's no more Legends that are going to be added until the next future present Leaf uh, proves themselves to be on there, which means Doug Gil- Gilmore has been left off the Legends Row. Oh, well, how do you feel? Well, as Doug Gilmore is one of the greatest players to play in the Leaf uniform in the last 20 years, maybe even 30 years, I feel like he should have been there before Clark was there. Well, Clark was in. But, you know, the reason why Clark... He's he's the most recent one. Oh, actually, sorry, I should say Sundin as well, I think, is in it. The reason why Clark's on there is because Clark was also a draft pick of the Leafs. Yeah, so he was, like, bred. He was there there longer than Doug Gilmore, but, I mean, when you talk about the two greatest seasons that the Leafs had... 92 and 93, or, you know, some of the greatest, anyways. It was all Doug Gilmore. It was the Doug Gilmore show. So if Sundin's getting, like, uh, recognized for his two amazing seasons they had with the Leafs. Clark. With the, no, Sundin. Oh, Sundin. He's, you know, 99, 2001, or 2002, I should say. They had two good runs at the Stanley Cup, like, they, they made it to the conference finals. So if, you know, he's being recognized for that, why isn't uh, Doug Gilmore being recognized since it was, you know, it was his show when they were uh, riding high in uh, the early 90s? Oh, they probably will. It, no, they said that's it. Well, we'll see about that. It's weird. It's they still got a whole half season to go this year and then a whole half season next year. For what? For their centennial. They no. do the whole calendar year. They don't do just the season. Oh, well, no. Well, at least that's what Montreal did. Shanahan did it. Anyways, did you see the new St. Pat's jersey? Yeah, too? it's fucking ugly. Uh, what can you do with that? It's green. Yeah. <laughs> what else I, can you do? How about this? Don't do it at all because A, stupid fucking colors, and B... It's so far away from like why don't they do any Toronto Arena stuff? Why don't they do the big the big team? They might. They might. They, they probably might. will. But I think they they still get to do a couple 
like uh, throwback jerseys, don't yeah, they? Yeah, I think, I think they said they're going to release six different jerseys. Wow, six? Well, considering, well, first of all, they had two already this season, the home and away the, of the current low yeah. jersey. And then they had the Centennial, so that's three already. This is going to be four, so only two more. Huh. But I hope they do something with like the big T, the, the Toronto Arena's look. Yeah, maybe. But was it the Toronto Arena's, they never, the, the Leafs switched to the Leafs before the Arena's won anything? I'm not sure. Because I think the St. Pat's won Stanley Cups. Maybe. No, I think the arena's probably won. Okay, well, I'm not too sure. What was first? Was it the arenas or the St. Pat's? Oh, yeah? Yeah. Maybe that's oh. why. Oh, there you go. Uh, I'm so glad that the St. Pat's didn't stick around. St. Pat's? I don't, uh, I don't know if I'd be a Leaf fan if that was the case. Were they really like the St. Patrick's? Or were they the St. Pat's? Because that's what the logo says, is the St. Pat's. Well, it's probably short for the probably St. Pat's. Just like, I don't know, like the, the Mets in baseball. Like, it's not the Mets, it's the Metropolitans. Right. So the Mets are just short form for it. Hmm. How about that? How about, yeah. <laughs> great, great fucking work. Okay, so let's go over a couple more numbers, okay? So right now, the goals per game, the Leafs are in sixth in the league with a 3.18 goals per game. Mm-hmm. Very impressive. Uh, best for sixth in the league. That's got to count for something. The downside to that is goals against. They're 23rd in the league with about just under three goals a game. So you, you look at those two numbers, they kind of balance each other out. Yeah, and if you look at that ratio with, uh, you know, Goals being high, but the goals being high against, uh, just goes to show you're not going to win a lot of games. Um, so they have to be more consistent defensively. And I don't know. Sorry, I, I got to cut you off. Can you please speak into the mic? I, I'm sure everybody can hear there. me just fine. Now they can hear you just fine. Really? Yeah. See, there you go. <laughs> I can't tell. That's you. That's not me. Okay. Well, all right. Okay. The most important stat of it all: power play, number one in the league. Oh yeah. Twenty-three percent success rate. Wow. Very impressive number. Oh, I didn't know they're still number one. Well, it's great to see that. Their penalty kill, ninth in the league. Um, and they're at 20. Uh, sorry, that their ninth in the league penalty kill at 83.5%. Mm. Yeah, well, that's, that's, <laughs> those are good numbers. So you can say, I mean, I think, I think they're a lot hotter at the beginning of the year and now it's starting to cool down. But the fact that they're still in first is pretty impressive. I didn't know that. So, uh, I mean, that's good to see. I mean, all the guns are firing all cylinders. But the biggest issue right now is uh, Marner. They, you know, they just placed them on IR. So, you know, we thought it was going to be a day-to-day thing, but now they put him on IR, which means, you know, that he's going to be sitting for Are you super high right now? Like, why are you jumping all over the place? Well, what does that have to do with anything? <laughs> I, I had the relation of their hot guns. Marner's out right now. I'm talking about their scoring, man. Oh, man. What a joke. <laughs> <laughs> What's the problem? You're too high, bro. Come back down a little oh, bit. Man. Jeez. I'm just talking about sports here. <laughs> oh, my God. All right, man. All that best is going to your brain. Asbestos. 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 All right. So some notable losses over the last month. Three notable ones at least. Who knows what happens in the next four games? They lost to the Islanders. A five-six blown lead. <laughs> what are we laughing at now? This is funny how you're reading this. You're like, anyways, going. Yeah, I took. I, I'm ready for this. Yes. I got notes. Okay. I see it. I see it. All right. So do you remember the 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 six-five loss to the Islanders? Yeah, that was the uh, they tied at the last minute and yeah. they won in overtime. Oh, Jesus, it's like twenty three seconds into overtime. Yeah, I can't remember if the Leafs had like a two goal lead or a one goal lead, but still, two goal lead. Oh yeah. my god! Yeah, those those there's been a lot of those this season. So you know, as long as they can tighten that up and mature a little bit with their, you know, having some stay at home defensemen or something. But like, the forwards, I guess, aren't coming back enough to give them support. Like that's a that's a common issue, which I thought was kind of corrected, but obviously. Uh, we get flashes of back and forth. <laughs> Stop looking at me like that. I'm just trying to get my thought out here. I, I think th- I think the, the silver lining on this is that they still got the one point. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, that's it. Okay, great. <laughs> Good point here. Oh my god, Jesse, what do you have to say about this? <laughs> oh yeah, we should mention that Jesse was supposed to be here. We we got the streamers crossed. We need him, man. He's yeah. like a good medium between us, so he can bridge the uh, conversation. I know here. this is going to very quickly turn into a grown-up D friend number eight. Okay, well, they, they said we're going to quit after nine. So, is there a th- there's a three-one loss to Buffalo? Um, maybe the most boring Leaf game. All season. Yeah. Couldn't get anything going against Sabres. And then on top of that, Sabres just played a really boring game. Just dulled and any offense. Eichel got uh, three points. Eichel's been on fire lately, man. Never heard of him. Is he new? Yeah, his name's John Eichel. Plays for the Sabres. <laughs> <laughs> and then most recently, a, a blowing loss to Ottawa. Uh, three, a 6-3 loss. And that was another one of those uh, back and forth, back and forth. And Ottawa just springs ahead. He's like, for fuck's sakes, man. Tristan Key, and I think uh, I think Fanuff scored again, if not the game winner, the tying goal. I was like, Jesus Murphy, Fanuff. Well, I mean, he was he was a good player in Toronto, and people just give him give him respect. Top one hundred player. About time. You know, Domi made that list. What? Ty Domi made it. Aaron Chalupa messaged me. He's like, he's like, did you know that Domi made was number ninety three in the top one hundred Leafs? Wow. I said, wow. You gotta be fucking kidding me. He was here for a long time. Fan favorite, right? Yeah, he has. He holds a record for penalty minutes. I guess that's it. Oh, well, there you go. Maybe longest serving Leaf in in the new the modern era. Uh, it's possible. He's, he was one of the largest fan favorites for sure. Like the fans loved Domi. Like he was beloved in Toronto. He had he, him, Darcy Tucker. They had, they had the thing of like they, they're the instigator. Yeah, wouldn't be afraid to drop the like very blue collar. Yeah, but man, I was never a fan of those players. Uh, I liked them, and uh, I mean, if you think back, uh, I guess it was last year when the. Uh, the junior Can- or Canada junior team won the gold medal, and Domi was on the team. So they uh, Max went- Domi. Yeah, Max Domi was uh, on the team with. Ah, uh- oh, shit! Who's that other Canadian? Um, Sinclair. No, Sinclair? no, it was someone else. Anyways, but they were like the two uh, highlights uh, of the tournament. Anyways, Domi got this huge, huge applause. Like, oh, when Stano, yeah, 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 huge! Like, I mean. It was all, like, because of his dad and everything, but it was just huge. It's like, come home, baby, come home, because he was uh, starting to break into the NHL at that time, and he was actually, you know, he was on fire when he first came into the NHL. Yeah, he's got diabetes. I didn't know that. Now you know. Oh, there you go. All right, some notable wins in the last couple weeks. Do you really know that? Yeah, there's a commercial about it. Oh, God. Uh, Okay, so notable wins that happened in the month of February thus far. Big win over the Islanders, 7-1 win. Mm -hmm. Seemed like everybody got a point that game. Yep. I'll take one of those any day. The big six-five win against Boston, yeah, overtime huge. as well. Yeah. Oh no, they scored. Didn't they score within? They scored like, like two minutes. I think it was JVR. Remember that yeah. snipe uh, in the top corner? But yeah, I mean, you know, so you see flashes of brilliance. It's it's very consistent. It's a lot of lows, a lot of ups. You know, so. And then the last notable win that I'll put for the month of February so far is the win yesterday against Carolina. Big. Four nothing win for the. I mean, Carolina sucks. Let's put it out there, but the nice thing is that the McElhaney played so well. You know, you gotta show a little bit of respect to this guy. Uh, I think thirty five years old and only his fifth career shutout. Very yeah. impressive. And you know what? What a great backup to have. Yeah, he's been solid. I mean, uh, I can't say enough of what a smart move that was. And apparently, the like um, the Leafs were the thirteenth. Like, I don't know how uh, when a player goes on waivers, how it works with the teams available to pick him up but apparently the Leafs were 13th on the list to be able to have the opportunity to take him off waivers mm-hmm. so um you know 13 13 other teams passed on him the Leafs picked him up and he's been a solid backup ever since so he lost one game he's played four games I think and the game he lost was against Columbus yeah, yeah. Well, there you go yeah, yeah his former team 
that well, that's going to happen too. I, I think it's a great pickup. I think very steady. I th- I, you know what? The little things I like about him is he's not flopping around all the time, which is great. Uh-huh. And he's got a very simple and clean helmet. You look at some of these these <laughs> these masks today, these grills for these goalies, yeah. and they're so complex. It's like what, look, well, looking at a piece I'm, of art. Unless he's still getting his painted because he's like really fresh to the team. So I don't think so. I think that's I think that's no. what he's going to go with. Oh, they made, they turn those over pretty quick. I well yeah I think the first first game he had like a plain white one but right. I feel like they can get those done in a week. Wow, that's pretty good. Well, at least I'm sure have some hookups. <laughs> um, yeah, but you know the the same problem uh, exists with the Leafs, which is uh, defense. I mean, they're still having some issues. I mean, Riley's still coming back from injury. Uh, he's responding okay. He's had a lot of flops to be honest with you, but um, he's got to get back in there and they got to get a little bit stronger. I think they need one. One more defenseman, like a two or three defenseman, like uh, something just to spread out the talent that they have back there and to make things a little more consistent. What do you think? Like, is there an ideal, like, I don't want you to say like a Shea Weber or something like that, but is there like an ideal achievable trade that the Leafs can make? Achievable? Yeah, I think there's, yeah, I think there's there's potential for a, a trade a bit. I mean, the Leafs. Are going to be way too patient this year. They're not looking to win a Stanley Cup this year. I mean, we got to be realistic about it. They're not going to win a Stanley Cup. So uh, Lou doesn't want to risk the future, you know, which, you know, if you went for someone like Jacob Truba, uh, they're going to want, you know, a pick plus a prospect um, for someone like that. And the Leafs, you know, they shouldn't have to be, you know, cockled into that sort of position to give up some of their future, which, I mean, they got a huge talent pool, but a lot of their temple relies on the strength of their forwards. They don't have too deep of a defenseman in their in their farm system. I agree. And, and you have something to say? <laughs> well, I, I believe that their defense is still the weakest part. You look at, like you said, Morgan Riley, he missed, uh, what was it, four or five games? Yeah, four or five time. games. Even when he came back, I think they split the first two games. He is back. Jake Gardner, who I put all the stock into last time we met up, Played like he's been playing like shit. Has he? I yeah, I mean, he, his offensive game's picked up. He's got a handful of goals. I think he's got like four or five assists in the last in, in the last month. Mm. But still, I, his game has been his defensive game has been really weak. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if he's trying to do too much out there. The guy's got a lot of speed. He's taking on maybe more responsibility than he he's used to. He's he's actually I would put him in the same sort of category as Fanov. Like he's a solid, you know, number two or three. Uh, defenseman, like he could play with someone really well, or he can carry a second line, um, but he shouldn't be placed with a against the top players. And he's had to carry a lot more of that workload since uh, Riley's been coming back from his injury. What What's really impressed me actually right now is Roman Polak. Roman Polak's been playing so well. <laughs> really, you think so? I I believe so. Yeah, and one of the things that I really like about his game, it's he's steady. He's been laying out some big hits, which yeah. is always you always like seeing yeah. your defenseman. He's in those pretty big strong hits. back there. Yeah, he's. He's not perfect. Like he doesn't have the the skates under him, but uh, he's he's a good physical presence out there. You can push some guys around uh, out, out in front of the net. I like him. I, I he, right now in the month of February, he's been maybe the Leafs' second best defenseman, only behind Morgan Riley, wow. who's been injured. That is a big statement. Wow. That and you know Zaitsev's been playing really well. Zaitsev's been shooting a lot, mm-hmm. which is always nice to see from the back end. You know, so many times the the defensemen are so nervous about getting a puck through the clutter. That, uh, but Zaitsev just seems to be willing to shoot at any point. Which you know, going going to the way that I play hockey too is like, take that fucking shot. Just mm-hmm. take the shot, bang one in. You know, get those ugly goals because they're gonna count. Yeah. You know, and and I, I like this. Like even Roman Paul, I mean, he can't hit the oh, net for the life of him. But 
Well, t- speaking of goals, do you, did you see that goal for that Matthews had? Uh, okay, flying don't, 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 wait. What? The one in Carolina? Yeah. Okay, I have that as, as part of my note. So we, can we get to that? Can we, can we finish off on the defense? Yeah, we're done. We're good. <laughs> okay. Well, let's get to it. What's, what's the holdup? You have a whole platform here. You're like, no, no, no. Let's do it in order. Well, we're you're just all cover. over the place, man. <laughs> what do you want to say? We just we talked about the goalie. We just talked about defense, and now I'm hitting the house of Matthews. Okay, <laughs> What's hold the on. Big deal? Be- I think be- that's pretty organized. Yes, because because I have I have like a lineup here. All right. Okay, I want to get to Josh Levo first. Oh, okay. Go Any ahead. comments on jo- Josh Levo before we start? Hey, man, for someone that's coming up, I know he's played in the NHL a couple times, um, or you know, more than a handful of times. But he's, he's a pretty steady player. When he comes up, he has someone to prove, and he's got a bit of a chip on his shoulder, I think, and he thinks he deserves to uh, to be up here. So he proves that every time he's up here. And now uh, I think we're, since Marner's on the IR, uh, we're going to get Freddie the Goat up too, so that would be fun. Yeah, he's playing tonight. Yeah. Well, some stats I want to bring up on Josh Levo. Uh, eight games played, one goal, five assists, six points in eight games. Yeah. Those are some really impressive numbers. Yeah, he's a guy that's he's not afraid to get in front of the net. Yeah. He he's he's able he's big enough that he can push around a lot of the defensemen, mm-hmm. uh, push back in the way of the goalie. And I think once that game once that game starts working for him, he's able to net a couple points. And I'm always I'm always impressed by that. So yeah, yeah he's a solid player, uh, pretty <laughs> pretty uh, consistent and uh, dependable. Okay, so let's talk a little bit about the rookie race. Yeah, let's do it. The Calder race. Yes. So um, line A right now leading all rookies. Ahead by three points. What? Three points? Three points. Oh, wow. So Marner's out? Like well, Marner's, I thought Marner was at the top. That's all. Yeah, Marner w- was. Matthew, uh, Matthews, I think, had two points in the last two games. Yeah. So it, uh, it's uh, Line, a, Line A, Matthews, Marner. Okay. And then uh, Kachuk, and then I think Nylander. Uh, or uh, the player from Columbus. Uh, I don't remember his Anyways. name. Anyways. Yeah. Linus Gog? No. No, I think no. that's Colorado. That's Colorado, yeah. Anyways, I don't know his name, but he's doing well too. Better than Nylander, I believe. Okay, well, don't worry about those guys. Yeah. Let's talk about the rookie race. With Line A already out being out with the concussion, yep. do you think that's going to affect him long term? No, obviously not. He still has the highest points per game out of all of them. And but he's playing the leading. first line. Yeah. Okay. I mean, lots l- of ice time. That's fair to say. I mean, he's definitely a first-line caliber player already. Um, Matthews, you could say, was playing on the first line too. All those minutes are around like 17, you know, sometimes 18 minutes. Those aren't really first-line minutes. But he's getting goals. He's still producing, and uh, I don't think that that should affect. As long as I think Matthews is in range, uh, he'll probably still win the Calder. I mean, just because he's playing center. He's, you know, he's 19 now, playing as a centerman, like almost a top-line centerman. So there's... It's way harder than playing uh, playing in the center than uh, playing on the wing for uh, for a player. And uh, and um, that's that's, I rest my case. <laughs> that's all I gotta say about that. So what about Mitch Marner? Do you, where do you think he falls? Do you think he falls third place for points? Because the way that mm-hmm. he plays when he can play, I mean, being injured again, missing I, his third game. I guess, I guess we'll see when he comes back. When he comes back, I'm sure he'll be flying. But All they're saying is that it's an upper body. Yeah, it looked like it was a shoulder issue because he kept on trying to lift his arm up when, when he did get back up. And Yeah, you know, they haven't released any information since he's had his MRI, so I don't think they said it was broken or anything, so it's good news. I think they're just giving him a little more time. Maybe to to heal. Maybe he has a sprain or something. At the, the way that the Leafs are playing right now, 
rest all those guys. Make sure you know they're a hundred percent back from those injuries. No need to rush Mitch Marner back. Yeah, I know, especially at this stage in the. He career. is a spark plug on the team. I get yeah. it. He he he's you know one of the quicker guys on the ice. Great hands, all that stuff. He's a valuable player on the ice. No need to rush him though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. You're gonna rush him back to finish to finish an eighth to to play the, you know the first seed whomever they may be. Yeah. You know, there's no point in doing that. Let's just let the kid rest. Rest. Let's not cause damage for the future. Yeah, absolutely. It's his first year. There's no reason to rush. I totally agree. All right, so let's talk about let's talk about Matthew's like, goal. The goal. Yeah, it was sick. I remember I was watching it with Dad actually, and. Um, he was coming in on the wing, and I just thought he was going to pass the whole time. And the fact that you know the other the defenseman stick you know got caught around him, when he flew in the air, I was like, oh, penalty shot. But it wasn't going to be a penalty. Shot. It would have just been a penalty with you know it wasn't a breakaway or anything. I didn't even realize it went in. So the yeah. fact that uh, you know the refs pointing at the net, I was like, what for real, really? So uh, it, was, it was pretty impressive. And I kept on seeing the highlights, and I was just like, how did he get his stick? And his body was twisting one way, and he was able to still shoot the other way and uh, and go five hole of all things too. So yeah, it's pretty amazing. And, and considering too, you know, only what is it, eight, nineteen years old, eighteen, nineteen years old. Nineteen, yeah. And you know, he, he's not being pushed off the puck, which is great news. Yeah, he's got you know he's got some the body, but you know, he, the ability just to to apply pressure, still stick handle, still have a beauty, puts a little five hole on a world class class playoff mvp like cam ward mm. let's do it yeah i don't know if he's played well yes yeah, i guess he was the playoff mvp yeah in 2006 or so yeah yeah well, was a good goal yeah yeah it was what a good goal say? all right so just talk about some injuries we were talking about mitch marner he's been out since february 15th here's some names you might not remember mm. robada yeah Jeffrey Joffrey Lupul. Joffrey Lupul. So Robida out since October 9th with the knee issue. He's been coaching his kid in, in Quebec. Oh, is that what it is? Yeah. And Joffrey Lupul. 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 Sports hernia out since September 21st. Oh yeah, he's gonna retire on the IR. Unfortunately, I think it actually really pains him. Like he would like to play. I think he's capable of playing, but I think the Lisa basically said, "Listen, why don't you just go to your house in California and collect four and a half million a year? Actually, I think it's five point six million a year." Well, either way, I'm glad he's not playing because oh, he's a left winger. So I mean, the Leafs need a true left winger. He's a good, solid player that could guide these younger players. Like, but I think they have enough veteran presence to uh, to to guide these young oh, players. Oh dear! Someone didn't turn off their phone. No, I didn't hear any ring. Did you? I heard a vibration. Yeah. Okay. Well, it's all vibrate. What are you gonna do? <laughs> okay. You want to get into some fan questions? Yeah, there's fans. Da na 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 na. Fan, fan questions. questions. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Scott Dunn, aka Mister Seventy One, Episode Seventy One. Scott Dunn, Slide Monroe Clothing's um, head honcho, <laughs> creator. He he has concerns about the Leafs choking. Mm. Um, yeah, what do you think? Think the Leafs are going to choke? I don't think know. The Leafs can choke. Well, here's the thing: like, if if they choke, I'm putting bunny ears on that. You can't really consider it a choke. I mean, these guys are rookies. The majority of the team, the ones that are producing, are rookies. You can't say they're choking. They're learning. You know, I know there's some veteran presence there. There's some veteran players that have choked in the past, but that's not who the team's depending on to, to produce over them. All right, Ian Carter, a Bremen Lane alumni. Yeah, Bremen Lane bullets, baby. <laughs> yeah, he said, classy move putting Lechi on the waivers on waivers today. Yeah. 
um, give him one last crack at the playoffs if anyone's willing to have him. Yeah. Now, this thread started a little bit. I asked, I said probably back to Washington. Ian said that'd be ideal for him for sure. Matt Brady stepped in and said, I doubt anyone's going to pick up his $4.5 million contract. Mm-hmm. That's a lot for a fourth liner. Even if he's a vet, I think he'll he'll survive and go home and go home to a smoke show girlfriend. Uh, and, I guess so. Mm. Um, Ian Carter replied by saying, Leafs would have to retain him if he get, uh, retain half of what he gets if yeah. he's claimed. Yeah. Uh, it'd be about a million dollars. And then um, and Matt just goes to say that with six points in 22 HL games, he definitely get played. Yeah, I, I, I don't think so either. And this was a guy that like people were talking about, yeah, he should be the captain of the Leafs. I'm like, what? Who said that? There was a lot of talk. Like uh, I think it was actually on like Maple Leafs, uh, their feed on Facebook, were saying, you know, uh, he's making a case to become the captain of the Leafs because he's taking no these way. young players out and stuff, and he's a very uh, you know professional veteran player. You know, all this bullshit about how good he is that he can guide the kids, but it's like, dude, he's a fourth-line player. You do not put a C on a fourth-line player. I'm sorry. Like, you need someone that can produce to, like, lead by example. Leading by example on the fourth line, how are you going to do that? So uh, he, he's not captain material. I mean, I shouldn't say that. Maybe in his prime he, he may have been captain material, but he's he's, he's nothing more than a veteran player, yeah, he's and he's got to be treated as that. Like, it's a young man's game now. You can't assume that someone who's 31, 32 can keep up with these kids. He's probably not even a 40-point a play, a 40 point no, not season. Anymore. He he might get eighteen goals. He might get maybe twenty assists. Like he's not he's not gonna put up impressive numbers to wear the C. And finally, like, yeah, Dion Phaneuf wasn't wasn't the type of guy that was gonna put up those numbers either. But he was gonna take those minutes, and he was he was gonna make a case for a lot, a lot of things. Well, I don't know about that. You're saying he's gonna take those minutes. It doesn't mean he's gonna do good things with it. Yeah, uh, everyone. Can, <laughs> we can look back at his tenure. He probably was the best Leaf captain of his. What are, you, what are you talking about? Period. Best league captain. <laughs> like in period. general? I'm yeah, like, ever. Through his time? Well, yeah, yeah. he was the captain. He was yeah. the only captain. Yeah. You're talking about period? Yeah, I don't think so. All right. Neil D'Souza says, well, he goes on for a little bit, but um, <laughs> he says that the things that he likes about the season is they're creative, fast, exciting, and they can strike quickly. Um, that all, being said, yeah. he, he said the second half of the season will be the true test for the youngsters to see what they have left in the tank and to see if they're amped up and they're hungry for the playoffs. Um, it's can't keep playing too much. Uh, seeing that this is a rebuilding project. Marner, Matthews, Nylander, awesome. Marinson in the press box, really nice view. Getting an early seat. Uh, yeah, I think the Martin Marinson project might be over. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I didn't think he was that great to begin with. And the size, the size guy. Whatever. I mean, I mean, they said the same thing about Chara. Like, Chara couldn't skate when he got to the NHL. He was like Bambi on ice. Yeah. yeah. But, I mean, it turned out to be, he turned out to be a very impressive player. Sure. And I'm sure they're trying to find the same magic with Chara, with um, Marinson. Yeah, I don't, I don't know if that's going to happen. How young is Marinson anyways? I thought he at least had a couple years under his belt. I think he does, yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, you should be able to see that by now. All right, Mike, the coach, Paracone, says, who's more important to, to the short and long-term success of the club, Marner or Matthews? What's a potential deadline deals deal names you've heard and what's the best fit for the Leafs this year? Wait, hold on, keep keep going. Where do the Leafs finish well, in the playoffs? At a time. Well, how about I put it all out there and then what? You... am I gonna remember all those questions? Okay, all right. <laughs> Here we go first. Why don't we go with number one? Okay, here. why don't we start number one? <laughs> Who's, Who's more important? important in the short and long term success of the club, Marner or Matthews? I would say Matthews. I mean, you gotta you gotta have a centerman. I mean, although uh, you know uh, Marner shows that a winger can drive a line, it's so hard to pick. I mean, you look at Taze and Kane. Who's more important to the team? 
I would Taves. Yeah, I would argue that it's Taves, but uh, you know you can't discount Kane for what he produces for the team. So I mean, it's hard to say, but I, I say Matthew for now. You know, I disagree. I see, I see Mitch Mar- Marner as more of a spark plug player. Other than Matthew's first game where he scores four goals, and they still end up losing. Um, you know, I feel like he's a guy that in a in a four four two win he gets a fourth goal. Do oh, you think he's more clutch than Matthews? I think Marner's more clutch than Matthews. Well, I don't know. Matthews is the one who scored the Centennial Classic goal. Like, That's true. Yeah, yeah. He's had a lot of clutch goals. He's not like a attack on goal guy like Kessel is. He's someone who opens the scoring a lot of the times. He's done that. I think he draws a lot of tension as well too. Yeah, well, he's able to still play around it. He's he's carrying two rookies other than. Marner is carrying two veterans. All right, so let's go part two of that. What, What is the potential deadline deal names you've heard I, and would be the best fifth of the league? To be honest, I haven't really heard I haven't anything. heard much either. Like, I know the Leafs are in talks with a lot of teams, and but a lot of the stuff that they're in talks with, apparently that, that's rumored, is forwards, which I can't understand why. It's like you need some defensemen, not forwards. You could never have too much skill, I suppose, but there comes a time where you're not going to be able to afford everybody Maybe it's the Ole Jokinen thing where they just trade a player to trade him again. Uh, I guess. That, I mean, that's a risk, though. Well, they didn't do that for Ole Jokinen. Like, they, like, Jokinen wanted to be on a contending team, and the Leafs weren't. So that's why they traded him again. It wasn't just to trade him to trade him, or oh. to get him to a trade him. But it, I don't know how many of those moves actually get made anyways. Other, other than some kind of defenseman, um, who's a guy out of St. Louis? Oh, Shannon Kirk? Yeah. But, I mean, what do they, what do they have to give up? I can't imagine. Like, he's going to be the, the top, probably the top defenseman going well, you know what? at the it, deadline. It wouldn't hurt for the Leafs to wait on him. Like, I mean, they don't have to have him for the playoffs. They don't have to pay for him to be the playoffs. Like like I said, they know they're not going to win the Cup. They, they might make the playoffs. That would be great. Get some experience under your belt. But they're not going to win the Cup. And Shannon Kirk's not going to help them do it anyways. So why not wait until the summer when he's unrestricted, see what he wants, and if it's not worth it, then move on. There's no point in giving up anything for your future for someone that's going to be short-term. Yep. All right, where did these finish? In I, or out of the playoffs? I, I think they finish in the first wild-card spot. All right. I, I think, yeah, I think they finish, I think they make the playoffs. How do they get there? I don't know. I mean, they, they might finish uh, whatever it is, third or fourth, like uh, with their division. or with the, Sorry, that would be sixth, um, probably, if they finish third in their division. But, I mean, it, it's six or seven for me, so it's it's in that range. All right. Um, yeah, okay, Mike asked what's your seeding, but we're not going to get into that. All right, Neil, <laughs> Neil Carew says leaves. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, good. Hol- what a hilarious guy. Yes, it's the first time I heard that. Okay, so I, I, put, I, I, yeah, I put it out there, um, saying what about the month of February so far with with a four and six record, four games to go, will at least finish at five hundred. Matt Brady says, "Talk about Matthews' first line A, which we have done. Uh, it hasn't been discussed all at all this season." Oh, I guess we yeah briefly talked about it. Yeah, I mean, wh- like what what's there to say? I mean, this is number one, number two pick. This is a, a you know the Ovechkin Crosby talk. Yeah, Even. you know who won the the Calder that year? Who Ovechkin? But who's been proven to be the better player long term? Who's been proven to win the Stanley Cups to show that leadership? It's been Sidney yeah. Crosby. But Way more do, you, do you think that gives him a chip on his shoulder? Crosby? Yeah, I, to be honest with you, I'd love to see Matthews win, but I wouldn't be too disappointed because, you know, maybe that does light a torch under Matthews' ass and you see him bring it to another level, which is already pretty impressive. But like if he wins. wins it, doesn't he have more to, more to prove? Uh, no, I don't think so. I think when you win something, you have probably less to prove because, you know, 
you've been there, you've done it. You know, you lose a little bit of fr- unless you're like Tom Brady, where you need to win all the time. Yeah. It's it's. I think it's it depends on the the person, I guess, because, you know, uh, from and look at my case, we won the championship three times in softball. It got kind of old to us that we didn't really care about you know winning that much anymore. Sorry, what did you say? <laughs> <laughs> all right, so um, there's there's a couple more comments, but they're just basically like. You know, talking about how the Leafs have exceeded the expectations this year. Um, so, what we're going to do like that, though? Do you think the Leafs have exceeded the first half of the season in the books? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, way more than expected. I thought it was going to be a very up and down season, and it's been nothing but exciting and, uh, for the most part, consistent um, throughout the months. For me, I think they've exceeded my expectations for the most part. The only thing that I would like to see from the Leafs a little bit more of would be just a, I don't know how to, maybe uh, like a little bit more finesse. Mm -hmm. Like I want to see something really special out of the Leafs. I want to see some magic that, you know, I feel like they're, I feel like they're missing uh, that really big impactful play. I mean, the Matthews goal was really nice, but you know, some people started comparing it to the Ovechkin goal in his rookie season. But, I mean, that Ovechkin goal might have been the greatest goal ever scored. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, you know. The, he, uh, yeah, I don't he, think. I mean, there's been some comparisons like the Zetterberg one where he he spun around his back and hit it in midair. That was amazing, too. Even that Matthews one recently was pretty good. But, yeah, the Ovechkin one is so hard to uh, to top. I mean, laying down on the floor, the puck's over his head, and he's able to scoop with the tip of his stick to, to go five holes. Pretty amazing. All right, Dave, before we get into Leafs love, the Leafs, the Leafs have four more games, including tonight's game against the, against the Jets. It goes to the Jets, the Rangers, Habs, and Sharks. Mm-hmm. Four games. Where do you see the Leafs' record going in those four so games? The Jets, the Habs? Yeah. The Jets, Rangers, Habs, Sharks. Jets, Jets Rangers, Habs, Sharks. Yeah, I think they will get um, five points out of it. I think of two wins and an overtime loss. Okay, so they'll probably beat the Jets. Um, they, could, Montreal. they could be Montreal right now. Montreal Montreal's is the worst team in the league so yeah. far. And I think they could lose in overtime to the Rangers and then lose to San Jose. I think that's, I think that's a nice prediction, nice bold prediction. I like it. Um, I feel like the Jets are going to – or sorry, the Leafs are going to beat the Jets. Uh, I think they'll beat the Rangers. Uh, and I'm going to say the Leafs are going to get three out of four wins. Three out of four wins. Yeah, wow, I think, still six points, eh? I, you know, it's always weird against the Sharks because the Sharks are one of those teams that. Yeah, but they they've dominated the Leafs for so long now. They're just way too strong. Yeah, but maybe they come in like I'm not too sure if it's a home or away game. Oh, I don't know. They always have something to prove because these guys are all a bunch all of Canadians. <laughs> yeah. They're they're all from Canada. They're going to be on Hockey Night in Canada, and they want to they want to put on a show. Okay, so it's Toronto at San Jose. Okay, so it's um, let's see, Toronto, Winnipeg in Toronto. Um, Toronto. What is that? At, oh, tr- yeah. Rangers at home. Montreal at home, and then San at San Jose. So, so they have one home game then. Oh, you mean there's three out of the four? So they head out to San Jose after this. Three out of the four at home. Oh, okay. Well, that's that's pretty good then. Good good odds, I guess. Okay. I hope. All right. So Dave, let's do it. Let's end it. Yeah. Leaf love. Yeah. Give uh, me a magic moment. Uh, you're talking about like a magic moment. A moment where you've fallen in love I or fallen always, in love again with yeah. the Leafs. Well, I always remember this. Probably one of my favorite goals. Well, I, I'll talk about two goals. Um, 
so Anthony and I used to play NHL, you know. 93. Everything. 93, we used to play NHL 91, 93, 94, whatever. We used to play hockey all the time, video games and stuff. And we always had certain goals. Whenever we'd score a certain goal in the video game, we'd be like, oh, that was a Wayne Gretzky goal. And, you know, sla- slam your brakes to the blue line, slap shot top corner. Or you get a... a one of my favorites was a Mike Johnson goal. <laughs> Nobody would reference like a Mike Johnson goal, but I remember this goal that um, someone won the face off, went straight to Mike Johnson, and he takes a slap shot, a <laughs> top corner. I'm like Mike Johnson goal. <laughs> so every time that play would work yeah, out, I, I used to love Mike Johnson. Yeah, was, Mike Johnson was awesome. And he had a couple uh, of really good seasons as a Leaf. And this other time when um, I think I don't know if it was overtime, but it was a. I mean, sorry, I know it was overtime, but I don't know if it was a playoff game or not, but. Um, there was this, uh, the puck skipped over the defenseman stick in the Leaf zone. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think they were playing Buffalo anyways. But, uh, yeah, it was, it was actually Buffalo because I remember um, Hasek losing his mind. Um, uh, three Leafs breakout. It was Steve Thomas, uh, Jonas Hoagland, Matt Sundin, and Steve Thomas. J- Hoagland's racing up with the puck, goes into their zone. It's three on one. Drops it for Matt. Matt fakes the slap shot, passes it. One-timer Steve Thomas, top corner, scores. And Steve Thomas was, like, perfect for one-timers. He was such a little guy, you know, stubby. And he had such a powerful one-timer shot that it was – I remember seeing it and I was just like, Steve Thomas, goal! <laughs> like, it was just a classic one-timer from Steve Thomas. It was just, like, always set up for Steve Thomas whenever we'd play NHL. Who was that other other guy that the Leafs had? He ended up playing in Nashville for a while. His first name was Steve. Uh, not Steve Smith. That played for Nashville? Like, how recent is this? Fairly recent. Yeah, he's a really short guy too, but it wasn't Steve Thomas. Oh, you're talking about like he had a Italian last name Lombardi. Ah, uh, no, but not, I know who you're talking about. Yeah. not him, no. Oh. But um, doesn't ring a bell. He he was part of that era that came in. They traded him for Doug Gilmore. Oh, I don't know that. Oh, it's gonna bug me. So he came, he came from New Jersey. Okay. Let me let me Google it really quickly. Can you can you just keep talking about anything? Uh, uh, pressure. Uh, I also remember this one time when the Leafs were playing Ottawa in Game One, went to overtime. It was zero zero all game. It was such an intense game the whole time. And Matt Sundin, uh, in overtime, takes a shot. He just enters the blue line, takes a slap shot, and scores. It was just huge. Like all these goals or all these shots that were saved, and Matt Sundin comes with this hard slap shot and scores at the blue line. What a Huge ending to to eventually sweep the Senators. What man? What a playoff! <laughs> I killed like forty five seconds there. Steve Sullivan, <laughs> Steve Sullivan. Oh that's, my God, that's what I couldn't. How remember. can you remember his name? How? Why couldn't I? Yeah, I mean, like he went to a bunch of other teams before Nashville, but you said it like the Leafs traded to Nashville. No, I can't. I couldn't remember what it was. No. All right. Well, uh, here, let's hear some okay. love for you, from Steve <laughs> Sullivan. Okay. So uh, I could. I'm trying to find the clip for the for the sound, but. My Leaf Love moment is Steve Sullivan scored a goal um, with, like, 0.5 seconds left, and Joe Bowen ejaculated, <laughs> calling this thing. Where, <coughs> there, you know, he, he's like, and the Leafs got the puck in the it's 30 seconds left. The Leafs got the puck in the goal. He says, Steve Sullivan scored! <laughs> don't say they don't have any heart! They have heart! Oh, like, and Joe Bowen loses his mind. And I remember Joe hearing this. Best call. Hearing this call and, like, just not be even sure that it was real. Like, I thought for sure yeah. the goal would get called back. And and all I remember is that they took the. I, I can't remember exactly. I was trying to find the clip, but the. the there was. It was a regular season game. Leafs were, you know, maybe making it into the playoffs. 
and they pull their goalie, and Steve Sullivan scores this goal, and it's like Joe Bones calls like, don't tell me they don't have any heart with .5 seconds. Stevie Sullivan scores a goal. He <laughs> was like, it was like I, I always had a jump thing. out of your chair yeah. moment. I always had a thing for like the little guys, like Steve Sullivan, Steve Thomas, um, uh, what's it, Wellwood, Fatso. Oh yeah, <laughs> Kyle Wellwood. Kyle Fatso Wellwood. Um, I always loved the little guys because I thought they were so skilled, and I just wish the Leafs gave them more of a chance. But obviously, the old management was just like, not nah, too small. No, we need bigger players and. Oh, he used to drive me crazy, although not like any – like Steve Sullivan was a pretty consistent player. Uh, Thomas, you know, had, had a time in his prime, and uh, God damn it, Wellwood just got so fat. <laughs> what a fucking idiot. <laughs> he, he was on the Phil Kessel diet before oh the Phil Kessel God. diet was cool. I remember, like, hearing, like, the biggest chirp to him, like, with someone yelling, like, Fatso! Fatso! I was like, oh, my God. That somehow is the most insulting thing you could say to an athlete. Ah, uh, I can't – I can't find it, but I, if, maybe if I can find it before I post this podcast. Oh, the audio of it? Oh, uh, yeah, because it was, like, one of those things that the Fan 590 played as, like, a excerpt for, like, so long. Oh. Don't tell me they don't have any heart! <laughs> it was, oh, I, you know what? Someone out here is listening that will know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Anyways, okay. Dave, the Leafs have uh, 13 games in the month of March. I'm hoping they go 10 of 13 games. Wow. I'm hoping. Wow, that is that would be a playoff spot for sure. Um, I'm going to say they win. Uh, oh, boy. I'm going to say they win six games, and that might just get them into the wild card. So you, what did you say? Six out of the 13. It says uh, six games. Okay, and I say 10. All right, so next time we do this, hopefully we'll have Jesse on board. Um, yeah, we've got our lines crossed. Maybe we'll do another one in a couple weeks but before the end of Jesse's March. Jesse's listening to this right now. I was like, not nah, not as good as me. Yeah. Not as good as when I'm on. Jesse's like, my leaf love is this. <laughs> Although nothing will beat his Centennial Classic. Hang, oh, my God. Hanging what out with the family. Yeah. That was amazing. All right. Well, with everything, with that being said, Dave, well, let's end this podcast. That's only one this, today. That was pretty good. No, it's twice. Neil actually wrote it in his comment. Neil D'Souza. Oh. All right, Dave, do you want do you, anything else you want to add? Nah. Oh, are we going to talk about what we're wearing? Oh, yes, please. Now, I've been staring at this thing the whole time. Yeah. It is very obvious that it's a knockoff. What? It's, way, your, it's, way too, it's way too big. I think you should get your jersey, uh-huh. and we should see. It actually feels tight, to be honest with you. Just like, On the sides, it's actually tight? Well, first of all, it doesn't match up on the sides. What does it match up? Look, Lift your arm up. L- lift this arm up. Yeah. See that? That gray band? It doesn't match up. Okay. Do they all match up? Yeah, they should. Oh, this one matches up. There you go. Oh, the wow. leaf is way too big. No. The font is different. No, I've looked it the up. The blue on the sides does not match. No. Well, show, I'd love you to bring your, your jersey down so we can match them up. I bet you would. Yeah, so bring it down. Let's Are see. you, you going to talk for the time that I'm gone? Yeah, I'm going to talk about how I got this jersey. All right, you tell the story. So there, there have been this huge debate, you know, Anthony Anthony and uh, Mike Perricone talking about um, real or knockoff jerseys, and I'm all for knockoff jerseys. I'm not fucking paying, you know, $300 or maybe $350 now for a fucking jersey. So my wife, uh, being very sweet, um, gave me this jersey for Christmas, and, um, like, she knows I could care less if it's fake or not, and uh, so she got this. I think it was, like, 50 bucks, and it looks fucking good. I don't think it looks bad at all, and the only, like, Anthony's like, oh, the stitching's a little off under your arm. It's like, okay, I never see that, so it's never never an issue for me. Like, I could care less, but 
but uh, I think it looks pretty good, and I, I I see some like little things, but not huge things that uh, that I would ever. <laughs> Excuse me for a second. All right, let's see this thing. All right, let's let's make some room for I'm people. Also, I'm also wearing a leaf toque. <laughs> I am wearing um a re. This is how old this is. This is a very old. I convinced one of my dumb girlfriends to buy it for me back in the day, and uh, it's so old it has the old. Reebok, like that fork logo that they had. Yeah, they don't have that anymore? No, they don't use that anymore. Oh. Um, just has leaves across. But I've had it forever, I couldn't give it up. It's just all too awesome. Yeah. Okay, so for our YouTube viewers, check this out. And if you're not listening on YouTube... What size is that, by the way? This is an so X, probably the, XL. This is an XL as well, so maybe that's why you thought it was really big. Okay, so we're going to compare. We're going to take the video down. Uh, check, the, check out the video. We'll keep the audio running. Hold on. Oh my oh, god! Okay, so let's do it off this camera. Anthony, you're out of breath. You ran up like three steps, three flights of stairs. <laughs> okay, this isn't even recording. What do you mean? I press record. Maybe it stopped. Maybe it stopped. All right, so let's compare notes. This is good stuff right so here. So get out of that chair. Yeah, there you go. Pull that other chair next to it. Hope everybody listening enjoys this. All right, I'm gonna grab this microphone here. All right, so. Oh my God, the whole place falls apart. Try this one too. All right, so those listening then, Dave, can you see any comparisons? Well, first thing I'm looking at is the color of the blue. I thought originally when you brought yours down that it looked a little darker and I was like, oh shucks. But now that I see them side by side, the blues look pretty identical. Uh, the, the only obvious thing I can see is that the leaf doesn't line up with the gray line on the top of the jersey. Um, I mean, that's all. That's the biggest difference I see. Oh, and the let me see. Hold on. The gray liner is a little bit thicker than his. So, I all mean, right. So th can, things I don't care about, anyways. But so we can see the difference. Good. Come stand here, Dave, and look through the phone. Oh, it's on recording. Okay. Okay, so as you can see here, let's look at the different bands. Very noticeable. Oh my god! <laughs> let's just look at this. How look how it's bad this up. looks. I didn't tie it. What do you want? Okay, do? this isn't even the same braid that's in the fabric. It's so rude. <laughs> okay. Okay. So we'll just look at that to start. All right. Second, we can clearly see here that this mesh pattern is fine and detailed, where this one is loose and almost frail. Pretty identical. No, nope. with the patterns. Nope, okay. No, nope. And then we can look. See, I think my whites are a little bit. Look longer. how deep this is compared to this. Look how it falls. This is at least like 0. 0.5. What do you mean different? Deep? Look how look how large this is. Oh, deep, like long. Like see where it ends here compared to where it ends well, here. Well, this is what I look at. I look at where this leaf hits on that line compared to. So that's the sorry. That's the fourth point. Oh, sorry, the third point on the side. And your third point on the side is above the gray line. So, and if we look at the the stitching here, this is a dark navy blue, where this is almost like a light royal blue. Mm, yeah, a little bit. It's a very noticeable difference. <laughs> you wouldn't notice it with the naked naked eye, I guess. <laughs> but okay. And even look how, look how the stitching falls on this compared to the stitching falls on this. Like this looks like it's hand done. This doesn't show up that well on the camera. I notice it. 
I don't, I don't see that. We can difference. see the difference. <laughs> it's a proven fact. I don't know. It says Reebok. But what does it say in the uh, detail? Official licensed jersey. What does that say? Official lice jersey. No, it says license. Okay. <laughs> Even look at the stitching here. Like, look how this is crisp and nice. And this one, look, it's not even in nicely. I could do the same thing. I don't know. It looks secondhand. <laughs> okay. <laughs> extra large. Look, look extra you can tell there, there's a difference there. Yeah, but that, then I could be saying yours looks fake because these similarities are so often like, oh, yours is fake. Look, look, look at this. Look how this is pressed in. Yeah, so it's okay. not stitched. And this is stitched and in. Mine's stitched. So I mean, I would almost say maybe mine's real and yours is not. Cause there's no way everyone think this is real. But well, look, like this is like stamped in, like someone did it with their iron. Like that's not really legit. Like this is stitched in. But well, look at this. Here. Look, it's got like this little like stitch here. You wouldn't have that on a crisp plate. You can't even plate. see that on the camera. It's no big deal. Yeah. Well, I like to say that this is a bad knockoff. <laughs> <laughs> the W looks like, good on the Matthews. The, the name looks right, except yeah. for the, see all the stitching here? Like that oh, stuff? don't, don't pick at it. Yeah, no kidding, gonna fall. And this blue doesn't even match. Well, let's see the number you have on your back. There's no number on it. What? Oh. Hold on a second, you got one of those blank jerseys? Yes. Oh, that, I almost rather have the knockoff with a name on it. <laughs> okay, you're doing a bad Okay, game. hold on, hold on. You're doing a bad let, let, wait, 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 let's look at the Centennial Classic patch. And... Let's this see. might be the only real thing hold on, on here. Hold on a second. You don't have a patch on yours? No. How am I supposed to believe that yours is real and mine's fake when I have all the legit stuff and yours is missing stuff? Well, let me guess. This has a shitty fighting strap. Oh my god, it has a fighting strap too? Okay. Uh, for the record... There's no fighting strap on this one. Cameron, please. For the record, these jerseys aren't supposed to have fighting straps. Why? When they end fights, they gotta... No, them. this isn't an official on-ice jersey. This is supposed to be a replica. No. They wouldn't have it. How do you know that's not my on-ice jersey? What? How do you know that's not an on-ice jersey? You can tell. I don't know. Feel how heavy it is. It looks legit to you me. You can't lie. The proof is in the pudding, folks. <laughs> the proof is in the pudding. <laughs> don't buy knockoff shit. Everyone's gonna think you're a cheap bastard. No, I don't think I'm a cheap bastard. I enjoy it, and you should buy cheap too. Buy fake. All right. Listen, that that all there. That being said, let's head home on this podcast. Future captain, baby. All right. Let me just turn some of these things down. Hopefully, that made any audio sense to anybody listening. <sighs> Dave, I'm, al I'm also wearing a Maple Leaf toque that we got at the Leaf game um, last year. I think we went together. Uh, I think that was two years ago. Well, that's when I got it. All right. I'm also wearing a Leaf hat that I bought at Pro Hockey Life. It's got the Centennial patch on the back, and it's got the 100-year celebration. We'll post pictures in the feed. Yeah. If you made it this far, thank you so much. Almost an hour in. Wow, that's too long. All right, Dave. We're ready to get going? Take us home. You could take your dick out of the peanut butter jar now. We're done. <laughs> I can't beat that, so have a great night.